was flying my ship to Exegol the other day. Um, and it's this hidden <laughs> Sith planet. I've never been there. <clears throat> Sorry, I just had to sneeze. <clears throat> Did I say it wrong? No, I I, <laughs> I just had to sneeze and it just came out Exegol. Oh, <laughs> it does. Yeah, no, it's like McClunky just kind of comes out. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I was I was dark there, there and it's kind of foggy. Yeah, it's red. It's very red. I don't understand. Okay, this <laughs> we're gonna start out. We're gonna start this whole thing off with the only thing I could find is like a big, major, major, major flaw in this movie. But it's like it's kind of one of the only ones I could find that's like this big. How did Lando and the whole fleet end up in Exegol? Did they all just go through that portal and just end up as that giant Endgame looking? screen behind you, you know what i mean it's it's like along the same lines of the people who uh who kind of uh, a point to kylo ren following ray in a tie fighter and how like oh well in the original trilogy they explicitly state that the tie fighters can't jump to light speed and it's like okay i don't really yeah whatever like but that but yeah. that's uh, it's a good point like how they make uh they make a big deal about how you have to have this wayfinder to get to this planet it's like you have to like, sort of go through a different dimension to get there you know it's it's like the equivalent of google maps like going underground i i don't know but (laughs) it's sort of but i think it's it's one of those things that it falls into the category of you know it it just is you know it's just the way it is yeah as bruce exactly and that's that's kind of how even in endgame that's kind of you go with a lot Mm, of stuff like mm -hmm. the time travel you know and this is yeah it does remind me a lot of, of, of that movie. I mean, I wish I got 30 minutes more, which yeah. we'll talk about later maybe, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, overall, I personally, I'm just going to say, I love this movie and I'm going to be one of those people who unapologetically, I've seen it three times. Mm-hmm. And I still really like it for what it is, for what we got based on the last two movies. Uh, I mean, specifically the last Jedi. I mean, the force awakens was a good start, good lift off. Um, then, to make this metaphor, you know, real, like the Battle of Crate. Remember those, just, yeah. just those, uh, those clunky vehicles. That's kind of the Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool, but it's like, it's like, whoa, uh, there's dust coming out of this thing. And yeah, 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 no, it's like there's some good moments in there, but uh, there was a lot of lot of stuff, um, yeah, in that movie. So this movie really had a lot to answer for. Not only eight other movies, but the past two movies. So it was kind of like. You know, I think it did what it could to end this trilogy and also cap off, you know, I like the fact that Emperor Palpatine is at the end of every Mm -hmm. trilogy in this saga. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, because Snoke was killed off, you could have done something with him, maybe had him be Plagueis and something or just had Snoke be some really good evil bad guy at the end. But you can't you couldn't have just had Kylo Ren. And that was what a lot of people were suggesting. Just have him be the dark Sith Lord. I'm like, eh, that's just. I don't know. That wouldn't have worked. We, we already yeah. saw them fight with lightsabers half the time in this movie. And we still got the Emperor thing and people still weren't happy. So, you know, I I just, I don't know. I Personally, I liked it. What what were your initial thoughts uh, when you, have you, you've only seen it once? Or? Correct. I've only seen okay, it once. Okay. I, I would like to see it again in theaters. Um, you know, I, the way I, my initial feeling, and it's funny because this is, of the of the other sequel trilogy movies, I um, my feelings on this haven't really changed like s- since I've seen it. So like when I first saw The Force Awakens, 
I was like, man, that was awesome. And then like the next day I was like, yeah, it was awesome. But, I, but it kind of like left me wanting more, you know? Yes. And same like here, same when here. I watched the force awakens the second time, I was like, yeah, I really feel like this is great, but like, I just want another hour. Like it's a great setup, yeah. but I want more. And then, so the way I feel with this movie, which is how I felt the minute credits rolled to now is that it did satisfy that feeling of like, I want more. Like I felt like mm-hmm. I got sort of enough from the, the star Warsness of it, you know? However, I do also, that does come with like the caveat of like, I do still kind of want more. <laughs> like, right. I know that's kind of like contradictory. Like I, I'm saying it satisfied me. And yet at the same time, I'm saying it, I was a little disappointed. I think, I think what that is, is that, and I, this, I'm sure I'll get more at, you know, what this feeling is like the, the more I see the movie, but I think what it has to do with is that like, in terms of a fun action star Wars movie, that is just like, just a fun popcorn movie. Like it was more than I could have asked for, but in terms oh, of, yeah. in terms of, you know, like a trilogy ending. Um, like I just felt, I think the things that disappointed me were the very small things, the, the, the little things that, um, you know, you're connecting the dots. And like, I guess it's kind of like that, that bucket that we, that category that we mentioned at the top of this, which is the category of like, well, it just is like, why, why is this happening? Well, it just <laughs> is, it's just happening. Yeah. And, um, sometimes you do have to just go with things in these kind of movies, you know, mm-hmm. it's like when all this stuff going on, sci-fi space, like, you know, time mm-hmm. stuff and whatever, just you, sometimes you yeah. just got to go with certain aspects and not, this isn't Citizen Kane or the Godfather. Like these <laughs> need to be judged yeah. slightly differently. I agree. I agree. And even at, even the best Star Wars movies, um, even my favorite, you know, of, of the moments of Star Wars ha- are either preceded or followed by moments that have a bit of that, like, well, wait, why is, you know, why is yeah. Yoda this way? It's like, well, just, he, he just is this way. You the know? whole saga, the whole saga has exactly. plot holes. And so, yeah. and yeah. And so it's kind of like, I think the reason that this movie felt there's more of that is just because there was literally quantifiably more of those moments (laughs) because there's so much in this movie, you know, and I, I just want to go ahead and get this out of the way because I'm not, I'm not one of the haters. I I agree with you. I love that Palpatine was brought back. And I think that was great because again, like this is similar to how the force awakens structurally mirrors a new hope the rise of Skywalker structurally mirrors return of the Jedi. And mm-hmm. I'm fine with that because I love return of the Jedi. You know what I mean? Like I like that yeah. movie a lot. I I'm okay with it being a mirror because that's where we are in the, you know what I mean? It's like, that's what, what it was set up to be. And so, yeah, but it, so I love the Palpatine of it all. I just, it's those little, those little things. Like I'll just, the last thing I'll say on this is like the, the, the star destroyer um, fleet. You know, like the thousands oh, of Star Destroyers that like came out of where? Like, you know, it's just like, I right, don't know. With the, do you mean like the ones that were like, that have been uh, staffed and like powered and stuff the whole time? And is that kind of what you're saying? Like, yeah, well, I mean, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about like the humans <laughs> on board. I'm just thinking about the physical materials and yeah. like, 
Okay, let's just assume he has copy paste magic. Like, is he? Do- I mean, that's that'd be cool. But yeah, it's just like it, it's a it's a. I mean, he is cloning. Right, right, but we're talking about star destroyers, like you know. Yeah, what I mean? but he, like he the- made two Death Stars. Like, why would why would you know a fleet of star destroyers over forty years or thirty years? Not you know. So yeah, but to, to be clear, that's what I mean. Is like um, I think it's like to to compare it to Return of the Jedi. You know, you're seeing the second. Death Star being built. And I loved that because it's like, True. it's yes, very clear. Yes. It's, it's a visual way of telling you that this is the second one. And that, and it's impressive that only a few years later, they're almost done with it. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh wow. Yeah. I remember thinking like, like how did they do that? That was so quick. And so right. you're right. It's been decades. Um, and so it's not implausible, but it is one of those things that it's like the visual of all of those thousands of star destroyers is like that's amazing and i'm okay with yeah. ultimately having that visual at the expense of you know all of the details of how you know because it's like there's plenty of right. other moments that we don't need to you know what i mean so it's yeah. like we don't need all those yeah. all those details and this is a this is a star wars epic this isn't a star wars this isn't logan you know what i mean this isn't <laughs> right. like yeah it's all the same yeah <laughs> you know, skywalker just skywalker <laughs> like a yeah. logan movie well, yeah. and I think overall, I, I think a lot of people, like the audience score is really high on Rotten Tomatoes and the critic mm-hmm. score, even the critic score is above average. I mean, it's above 50%. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I think it's just the people who really just legitly dislike thumbs down this movie are people who are picking it apart and aren't just kind of taking it in for just the feelings and the emotion and the, not even the emotion. Cause that was one thing I see is like people don't even. They're like, this is the first time I've ever watched a Star Wars movie and never felt anything. And it's like, I, I mean, I get that, but that's probably fatigue from this trilogy, not from the movie itself. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's hard because, it, yeah, what could it, what could this movie have done differently that would have made everybody happy? Nothing, yeah. right? I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think a lot of the people that are tearing it apart are the people that were, that, that the movie had lost five minutes in. You know, the people that like, yeah. Five minutes in, we're not excited about what was happening. They were like, "Wait, why? Why is this? This is not right," you know. And for me, that was my like my favorite, one of my favorite parts. Like this, the first five minutes, Kylo shoving that giant thing and opening the little. Just every shot of that first five mm-hmm. minutes just is incredible. Yeah, and just the it's way probably that- one of my favorite openings of any Star Wars movie of all time. Like it's, it's so good because they just thrust you forward into the plot, yeah. and it's like you're just in the middle of it. And yeah, I agree. I mean. Whereas with The Last Jedi, it was kind of like, well, I mean, not much has changed. Like, you know, obviously a lot happens in The Last Jedi, but in terms of where, what changed, in terms of what happened in between the end of The Force Awakens and the beginning of The Last Jedi versus Mm -hmm. what happens in between the end of The Last Jedi and the beginning of The Rise of Skywalker is like such a huge difference, you know? And yeah, I love that because it's like, we gotta, we gotta get this thing going and yeah, and like again, I'm I'm totally on board with all the, the the Palpatine stuff and having him. Like, I love the 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 theory brought up on uh, half in the bag that has to do oh, with yes. Palpatine, like the Palpatine we see in this movie being the original, and the one that was in all the previous Star Wars movies was like a, a clone or like a series of clones because it just I love that that theory just makes so much stuff just so neatly fall into place. And so I think there's going to be more things like that, that the real 
Star Wars fandom is going to kind of just flesh out amongst themselves. And right. I think the hate is going to die off pretty quickly because, yeah, it's just like, look, if you don't like it, that's fine. It's not for you. It's for, for other people, and, and that's cool. Well, honestly, at this point, I would love a, obviously, a Palpatine backstory or you know, like a Disney Plus show. Or yeah. while, while we have Ian McDermott still around, have him play this character as much as possible. Give him a movie. See what he's been doing behind the scenes for like nine movies. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? See, what's, see what he's been doing even before. Get a little, maybe get a younger actor to play him as to show like a slight, like a backstory back and forth of him and how he rose about, you know, defeated Darth Plagueis yeah. and all that stuff. And, you know, I just think um, he's, he, Ian McDermott is like the one, the, the one character in Star Wars who totally understands what movie he's in. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's so self-aware and campy. And it's awesome. Everyone yeah. else is so serious and so just in the world, you know. But he's the one that's really just look. This is like a, this is like I'm a scary villain and a kind of a kids thing, but I'm supposed to be scary at the same time, you know. Kind it's of like a space kind of opera. Yeah, yeah. It's he's he's definitely my favorite character of all of Star Wars, and I, I the fact that he's back in this is I think what's making me biasly like this movie a little more. I think I do. I think if yeah. he was not in this movie, I might have a lot more problems with it, but hmm. yeah, him, him book ending the movie really helped me get into it. Cause every moment he's in, I just, I had goosebumps, you know, like the lightning in the sky, even though, even though some of that stuff is like kind of cheesy. If you really think about it, it's, it's cool. It's star Wars. Oh, yeah. It's no different than, and Revenge of the Sith or, and the return of the Jedi. I mean, it's, and that's what I like about it. Cause I mean, this whole saga has been repeating itself in little ways, but changing mm-hmm. little things. And I think they did that uh, pretty well, you know, in terms of, yeah, it's she doesn't have a microscope that she's looking out like the lot, you know, like in the mm-hmm. Last Jedi and the Return of the Jedi, but he's opening the sky so she can see everything, and it's that kind of that similar, you know, uh, mirroring, but without making it too, uh, quote unquote, you know, the same. Right. Um, and uh, I love the Sith army behind him, you know, that was kind of like. The, the visual, all the visual stuff with yeah, Palpatine and, and for his, sure. all, all of his lines, everything was, was you know, all, all, you know, I figure we'll move on to plot points and stuff, but I just wanted to fanboy a, a little more about <laughs> Palpatine. Yeah. So this is probably the last time we'll realistically see him, but I hope not. I mean, well, so that leads into kind of what I wanted to say next, which is that, that this idea of, um, that there's more potential for like Palpatine backstory And it kind of like, you know, one of my initial disappointments was with Ray being a Palpatine, it's like, there's all this Mm, mystery around like, well, what about her father, AKA Palpatine's son or like Palpatine's daughter? You know what I mean? Like Palpatine's her grandfather. So there's that other generation in between that we know nothing about. And at first I was just like disappointed because it's like, it leaves me wanting to know. And it's like this huge void in her backstory. But then I remembered like, you know, Disney owns Star Wars. It's not going anywhere. Like they're probably (laughs) intending to just give you as little information as possible so that they have room to flesh out these stories in whatever way they want to. And that makes me really excited because yeah, that, that makes this really interesting now that, you know, we, we, we know the how the story ends. We know that Ray, despite her her past, like overcomes and and uses her f- powers for good, all that stuff. But like, yeah, we can get into 
her backstory and, and Palpatine and all that stuff. And so that was one of those yeah. things that it was an initial disappointment, but now, now I realize, well, it's like, again, this is, uh, this is a, an epic movie. Like you can't get into every little thing and like, in a way they're just setting, setting something up for the future. So, well, yeah, I, I, it's funny cause I actually thought, I just assumed that there was no power in that lineage and it was just a hereditary thing where like it skipped a generation and that that he would that he was nothing basically he didn't have powers but he just passed on the powers you know what i mean like does yeah. that make sense so that's kind of what i thought initially but i mean yeah like a, a palpatine junior show you know with palp's kid um <laughs> like I mean, that would be cool you know but i i my guess is he doesn't have force powers or why couldn't he have protected them you know like mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense that he that they would like hide her and then get killed immediately. Like, I feel like they were just, they literally were nobody. And then that's why Palpatine killed them. Yeah. But, you know, cause if he really had power, wouldn't he have tried to salvage his son? You know, maybe that, maybe they're right. Maybe that's a storyline. Maybe he did have power and he broke, he, he pushed himself off from the force because he didn't want to be like his father. And then, yeah, I, you know, that's possible. You're right. So there's, there's tons of, of ambiguity and po- possibility there of where it could go. Yeah. Um, which which is kind of what why it's kind of good that JJ did direct this film because he did leave a few little mystery boxes available still you know even with <laughs> yeah. even with this closure exactly um, <laughs> you know so like like the two lightsabers like I feel like in ten years you could here's what I would like um, in ten years you you pick up that same story with the lightsabers at some point just something happens and you you get thrust back into the story but it's this time it's Ray. And Finn and Poe, and but now we're we know who they are. They're older. It's like they it's kind of their franchise now. Mm-hmm. Instead of this whole passing the torch thing, we get a full trilogy with those three characters. Yeah, that really actually is a real trilogy that they can you know because like I feel like the last three movies is it was a very every movie was obligatorily this kind of had like that similar structure except for Last Jedi, but. The last year I did so many different things that it like it's too different. Had the course correct. Yeah. yeah. So we need a trilogy that's back to where okay, we're gonna plan what we're doing. We're gonna plan the character arcs. We're gonna plan the villain from the beginning. All that stuff, and they do it with these characters that we know in like ten years, right? I yeah. Mean, doesn't that that would make sense? That would be great. I. Hope. It wouldn't be the Skywalker saga, but starting at ten, we would know that was just where. The Ray. I mean, technically, I guess it would be because Ray is a Skywalker, quote unquote. We can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like adopted. The, okay, let's just talk about that now. Yeah, okay. sure. At the end, she you know she says she's Ray Skywalker. Ray who? Ray Star Wars. <laughs> Have Ray, you seen that uh, meme? Five. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fits too, actually. Um, no, I. It's funny because I, I actually don't don't mind it. Um, it, it doesn't bother me because because a lot of people were like, well, I just wish she was nobody, and I'm like, I think it's I actually think it's more strong emotionally to have her be a Palpatine and choose to be on be her own person and the own person she chose to be was a Skywalker because that's who she feels the most connection with out of anybody in her life, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, she could have just said just Ray, but it's like, okay, that's kind of like crapping on the people that helped you become who you are at this point, you know, which yeah. was the Skywalkers. And and you could also say she also could have said she was a solo 
And this would work for many reasons <laughs> because she ha- <laughs> she has a piece of Ben Solo in her now because he healed her. Um, Leia was technically a solo at one point. She was really close to her. And metaphorically, she's always on her own. You know, she's always solo. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That's kind of. So that could have worked too, but Palpatine wouldn't have worked. People were like just say Palpatine, just say who you are. Like, oh, I don't <laughs> that know. That. No, I like I I actually like I I when it, when it first happened, I was like oh, this is a little cheesy, but right, it's so like it's I an mean, eye roll, but if you think about it, it makes sense. It makes sense because also like Ray Palpatine, just it's like yeah, it's like if you were Hitler's <laughs> granddaughter, like you wouldn't be like I'm just gonna take the Hitler name and try to make it good. Like no, you're just gonna you're gonna take. You're, you know, the, the, the Smiths because they raised you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think it makes the most sense. Um, just literally like from a logic thing, it is a little cheesy, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like we talked about this right after we, right after we saw it, I think I agree with you that it's a great final scene and despite the cheesiness, like I think it, 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 it finishes that thematic arc. So it's like, it's right. necessary, you know? Yeah. They could have like, cause I remember, remember what was it? Kevin Smith was on set and he was like some mind blowing final scene. Like it couldn't have been that right. It couldn't have just been Tatooine. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, but I just feel like that wasn't, I don't, uh, I mean, th- he probably wasn't talking about the last shot though. You know, like he was probably talking about like all the Sith and, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, maybe. How could he yeah. have known what they were planning on having the final, final scene be? I just you know? thought he said final shot of the movie or something. But but if he was was he was this when he was like visiting the set or was he like did he see yeah a no well, it was what he was in the movie he was like in a quick like shot in like <laughs> oh, really? uh like Casimi was it Casima Casimo the place like Carrie Russell planet um, oh um, Camino. Camino, yeah. I think, maybe. Um, El Camino. El Camino. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> okay, so another complaint uh, I heard a lot of people say was we didn't have, quote-unquote, fleshed-out new side characters. Like, let's be honest. Did we really need Janna and, like, <laughs> yeah. um, Zori Bliss to be fleshed out? Who cares? No. Like, they're part of the... We didn't... So what if she, gave, if she gave him a convenient thing that led him to the Empire, like, that got them in there? It's like, yeah, it's convenient, but it's just... It's it's kind of good adventurous serial storytelling, you know, the George Lucas style of just kind of just adventurous, move on, move on. Yeah. You know, like get a get a thing to get a thing and it's like, yeah, sure, it's unnecessary, but it's like it, it I don't know. So, here's I, where uh, here's where I tend to be a bit more <laughs> cynical and I I I tend to agree with the people that suggest that this is done for merchandising. Um Well, I won't disagree with that. I mean, you know, some, it's like some of some of it because here's the thing, like from a story perspective, it's like, what did we really gain from those those two little new side characters? You know, from the oh, from Babu the, Frick or, or no 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 uh, Jana Jana and <laughs> Zori Bliss. So with Jana, oh we, yeah, with Jana we do gain a little bit of insight on the the um, the situation of stormtroopers that you know. Yes. Like, like Finn gets to see, oh, there's like, there's more people like me, you know? And yeah. And so like I, the whole Jana thing, I think there's potential there. The whole Zori Bliss thing, it does feel a bit more like, well, we, this checks off several things. A, it gives us uh, a new character with a cool, you know, suit and like a new action figure. 
B, (laughs) it gives us a love interest for Poe, because if we finish this saga with no love interest for Poe, then that's just going to feel weird and he's going to be left out and, and they won't do Finn and they so. won't. Yeah. And like the, the, all the, all the people that want Poe and Finn to be together won't shut up. So we need to give him a Poe, a love interest. <laughs> and then the last thing it checks off is, um, well the plot point. Oh yeah. The, the plot movie, point, the plot point thing. Yeah. Yeah. To get the little, uh, first order. Yeah. But, Oh, Oh, you know what? Or... I'm, I'm, I am being a little harsh because I will also say that the scene where, they're on that planet with, and Zori bliss is like sort of helping them get out and they're like yeah. being the, the, just that whole scene I really enjoyed. So I will say it's kind of like, it, it does make sense. You kind of have to have like a new character to have new locales and new, you know, it's like, right. you can't just, I don't know. So I guess I, I take some of that back and, but it's kind of like how I felt about like when they just randomly introduced Rose in the last Jedi it's like, yeah. no offense, but I didn't need to learn more about this new character. I just wanted to learn more about Poe and Finn and yeah. Ray and and get that trilogy. And then they just keep adding characters. <laughs> yeah. And like, and that's why Rose took a backseat in this one. I mean, she got less than both Zori Bliss yeah. and that um, is weird, Jana. And I mean, to be fair, I like kind of like both those characters. They have they both kind of have. Like they're more interesting to me than Rose. Like I'll just be honest, that Rose's character, I, I I don't like her character. I mean, I I feel bad for Kelly Marie Tran and everything that she's been going through with this whole saga. But yeah, no they kidding. didn't write her correctly, and and then they had to write her out because they didn't know how to include her in this movie and make her relevant because she, they just didn't really give her much. You know what I mean? They gave her yeah. too much to do in the Last Jedi to where she kind of got annoying to people. A lot of people, the, the stuff she did, like, you know, the stopping the Finn sacrifice. And I mean, yeah, she saved Finn, but like, you know, at that moment they needed that. And it's like, he was willing to do it. And it's like that, that would have been, that was a moment in the last Jedi that could have happened. That would have been a, wow, that was a crazy moment. And we, we got him to sacrifice himself and all the, you know, that would have been another, but that would have been one too many, I think for that movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Um, but <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, she only got, like, a minute of screen time, which is a shame. But at least she was in this movie, and we did get her a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what uh, what are your thoughts about, like, uh, for, for me personally, l- let me just be honest. My I'm going to rank in terms of what I care about the most in this movie and the, to the least. The first is the Emperor stuff, every scene with the Emperor. Next is anything with Kylo and Rey. After that, it's kind of like the Resistance, First Order space battle stuff like they're they're all their drama they're we have to destroy the thing and we have to oh (laughs) we have to get the the satellite it's just that stuff i could literally almost care less about it's like you know what i mean and so uh, unfortunately that's kind of how i feel about is that when those scenes are happening i'm kind of just not zoning out but i'm just kind of just not as into those scenes where they're just kind of running around plugging things in oh we have to go here to do this thing and you yeah. know, and then they're like, oh, we got to get, you know, it's just that part of it. I'm not really into. It's a lot of exposition. Even when they talk about the emperor coming back, it's like, it's very exposition heavy. And the way they, just the dialogue is very clunky in those scenes. Like, the yeah. emperor's back. Oh, he's been planning things. He's been pulling the strings the whole time. And then, like, there's, like, a scene where Lo- Billy Lord's like, they'll squash us like bugs. And I'm just I'm like, <laughs> like, what is this dialogue? Yeah, I know, right? And uh, you know what I mean? But some yeah, of that yeah. some of that run around and get the, get the thing stuff is, is worse than others. Like, the, yeah. like, the thing that just really had me scratching my head was 
that um, the dagger that had the like protractor <laughs> compass thing that like oh, lined for, up with like, the wreckage of the Death Star. Like it's kind of like the Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, but just different, <laughs> but like a little not yeah, quite as good. But it just doesn't. I don't get it at all. Like how? Like they? So how would that have worked? Someone. <laughs> so that means that somebody after the Death Star wrecked made that, or it's just all like a Jedi well, magic I think coincidence. What it, like I what's think, happening? I think what it was supposed to be was that, like, no matter what that wreckage looked like, it was going to... The compass would have shown them. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's... (laughs) The compass is... It's a Sith dagger, so it's like a magic dagger. But... So, like, whatever... If I know put it's, it up, it's just weird. Yeah, I know it's it's, it's weird. So it's weird because she's just kind of just going. she's using a physical object to physically locate another object within a, a 3D physical space, and the way that she <laughs> does this is all based on perspective and things that it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like yeah, like it's the kind of thing that if she had if the if the dagger had materialized out of thin air, I'd be like, oh well, there you go. Like it was just. It was just manifested now, but like this dagger's been around for. It was really a while. practical. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like it didn't have any kind of like glow or anything that would have suggested that it was very magic or that it would have just formed to anything. It looked very much like yeah. Here's here's where you need to go because this the way that this the landscape is in this spot you're gonna have to go here, but it's like that. <laughs> How would they have known the death? Star? Yeah. Just, Anyways, it just I yeah. So, but no, no, no move on, move on. It's like yeah. It's uh, like and you there's just also can't the look too. What closely. was it? The the little quick line when C three PO talks about how he can't read the, you know, he can't like he can read it, but but he can't tell them what it is because of the law passed by the Senate, and then of yeah. course that's when they show the big monster. But like I like that quick line because you get to see like. You, that obviously that was passed when Palpatine was in power and he was in the Senate and he was making laws and he obviously made yeah. a law to where droids can't protocol droids are not allowed to like read this language like they can they can read it but they can't decipher it you know and so that, that I like that part of it um, but and also it made sense that like yeah. they're like R2 doesn't have a backup and there is like he's, he doesn't say no R2 doesn't have a backup he just says <laughs> R2's backup is hardly reliable, you know? Yeah. And so like, I, that, see, that, that's, that's great. I didn't mind that, you know? I, oh, I, I that, didn't mind that whole thing. Yeah, um, no, I see that. That's the kind of thing that I, I actually really enjoyed because it, yeah. just like you say, they give you the impression that it's like, well, I mean, we can't rely on that backup. So you just, for, you forget about it. It's not an yeah. option. And then it later becomes, oh yeah, it did, it did back up everything. And so it's like a nice, I thought yeah. that was like really R2 well R2 did come yeah. through, yeah. Yeah, and because uh, because that was because that was um you know one another thing we could talk about too is like the the back and forth deaths you know the the take back deaths like mm-hmm. Chewie and stuff like that but like yeah I the more I watch it the more it just it, it just doesn't bother me because that moment is about showing what Ray can do and that and that whole scene where they're pulling they're both trying to pull this the ship like that part's yeah. just really cool. And and then the lightning at the end and everything and you're like whoa like oh my gosh, and so like yeah they could have killed him but it's like wouldn't that be sad if like Chewie's just dead at the end of this movie like it's it's fine there was another ship it's not a big deal it's just another plot convenience yeah which we just go with because it's like would you rather have a plot inconvenience or have Chewie dead forever you know? yeah and I also think that if they and then race didn't... is awful. <laughs> Right, no, I, I the way I the way I see it is if imagine if the, the the same sort of thing happened without 
Chewie. Like, Chewie's captured, but they right. don't think that they killed him. That would actually be really yes. difficult to pull off because it's like you'd have to establish that, you know, Chewie's not on that ship. So it's kind of, it actually yeah. just makes sense that, you know, like, misunderstandings happen all the time in real life. And it, yeah. and it, it makes sense that they just thought, they just thought he was on that ship. And you know what that's I mean? The so, one, that's the one that <clears> Finn <throat> saw him going into, or maybe it wasn't, you know, like he saw him going into one, but it could have been another one that on the, was on the other side of the little mountain that they were on. And right. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of those other things where it's like, yeah, you can just, it, there's always, there's a kind of an explanation possibly to everything, but some of it doesn't have a, a clear explanation, you know? Yeah. I and think so some things, a lot of this movie is, it's kind of, yeah, some things more than others for sure. Like I think most stuff is um is like the chewy thing where it's like, well, that's just that's just a part of this new very nuanced plot, you know, and other things like um you know, like uh I'm trying to think of something that I ne- I that I still haven't really thought of a like a possible answer to. Like the well, what we were just talking about with the dagger, like that kind of that stuff, like that. Yeah. That it's just a little thing that like kind of bugs you, but you're, it's like such a small detail that you're you're moving past it, you know? Right. Um, or like, yeah, how did everybody? How did the whole fleet get to Exegol? Like, well, they just once Ray brought a resistance ship, it was like auto programmed into their navigation database. Well, like, it wasn't something even like, that, you know? like for and for and for me with that one, it's like because I get how they would find it at that point because Luke's ship was able to lead them there, you know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but like in terms of the sheer amount of ships getting through that little red. Oh yeah. The portal thing. Asteroid yeah. Portal thing. That's what I meant is like, is gotcha. there another entrance? I thought like of it that, as being, it's not, it's because it's like multidimensional. It's almost like there's an infinite you just amount get in from of, anywhere. Oh um, yeah. It's just yeah. like, that's what, that's what I mean. Yeah, again. I imagine just like a little hole in the planet that just like you just coming through this gas like <laughs> thing. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's that like those yeah. things. You're right. Like you're saying, it's like the some of it you just you go with because it's just it's more fun to watch certain things play out visually. You know, maybe more so if you don't think about every part of the plot. You know, yeah. or even when you're making the film, like when JJ's making this film. If he thinks about every single plot point making all the the perfect sense, you kind of lose a little bit of that like right. fun and flow and magic. And I think that's so. To be fair to even the Disney, if we're you know like if they had like a final say on the the overall edit of it of this whole thing, I mean they still did a decent job of like a fun movie. But yeah, it's like kind of that whole thing with like uh, with Justice League where you could. There could be more. There could be something bigger that yeah. maybe the filmmaker, original fil- filmmaker, wanted to do that we didn't get. Maybe more fleshed out moments and stuff. And, yeah, uh, and maybe it's time to address that sort of elephant in the room. The other day, there's a, a leak online that really there's no way to, to, to uh, establish any credibility to it. It's just someone saying that they've gotten this information from a person that worked on the movie and it's it literally like there's no it could way be of anybody yeah there's no way of <laughs> there's literally no way of um <clears throat> of attributing any sort of credibility however like a lot of the details in the leak kind of seem to explain some um some of the pastiche or like like the way that this movie is 
um, you know, there's so much happening and yet there, there are some moments that feel a little bit like unearned, um, or like not quite as fleshed out, you know? Right. Like some of it was some stuff footage was cut possibly in the story or, or something. Cause right. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Like maybe, yeah, like, I mean, a longer the, cut and yeah, yeah, like the gist of this leak is that Disney did sort of an 11th hour, re-edit sort of behind JJ's back and like JJ mm-hmm. wasn't really happy with the end product because it, yeah. it trimmed some stuff that he felt was really important. And, um, and so, you know, I, I just, to me that it's like, whether or not that's true, it, it's just like even the possibility that that's true. It kind of, it makes sense to me just because you have this epic movie that has so much going on. And yet like, just for example, you know, I loved the scene with Kylo and Han, where Han oh, is, yeah, appear- yeah. it's kind of like, and you know, it's kind of like Leia is conjuring this up. It's like right. Leia's yes, force exactly. projecting this to convince him and it works. And it's, it's her just, last bit of like life. And she, she yeah. manifests Han to actually touch his face to make him change. Yep. So that, so, she, and that worked yeah. like not, that just worked really well. And so, mm-hmm that I feel like if this leak is true, there's more scenes, not like that epic, right? But like scenes yeah. similar to that, that flesh out this transition and the character well, like, arc. And I heard about like the four, a lot of force ghosts, like Hayden Christensen being a force ghost and like stuff like that, that they cut out the end. Yeah. Like, it's, cause I, I think the people, the voices were actually there. Like I think at, at one yeah, point, like that's I, part I, of the I, info. Yeah. The, and then, yeah. and to me, so. yeah, I don't know. Like that's more like, I get like I could kind of like I I definitely would have liked to have seen stuff like that, but at the same time, it's not quite as important to me because it's like we still I don't know like to me the 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 thing that I miss the most and it's like if there ever is a director's cut or or deleted scenes when it comes out on home video, I mean whatever like right. I just want to see more of the Kylo and Ray are so old. Well, that's what they call it. I mean, Blu-ray, you know, but like even Disney Plus, man. Well, they're gonna they're gonna put out a Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Come on, guys. <laughs> but it's kind of like you know, I just that, that's the that's the thing. Like, I didn't hate Palpatine. I didn't hate the new characters. I just wanted more f- of Kylo and Ray's arc because at the end, I felt it was unearned. And yeah, the kiss was kind of hit or miss for me. Like I, I didn't mind the kiss, but I also understand why people did did dislike it you know like it felt jarring and stuff to me it just felt like a hey you're finally back to the good side it's good to just like but like it didn't seem like this giant romantic thing where they're making out and like taking their clothes you know it like it didn't get weird it was just like yeah. a i personally didn't didn't hate it but i understand maybe why people didn't think that was earned it right in but itself well I, but, so i wasn't even talking about them kissing i'm just talking about like kylo kylo becoming good and like i like oh, okay. I, I was tracking yeah. it it was tracking for me but i but i just felt like ultimately it, it was a bit of the, it was a bit more tell and not enough show you know what i mean like i want to okay. be shown more than i'm told that a character is feeling a certain way yeah because like basically it, it's it, you know obviously he had been teetering here and there he when he didn't kill his mom in the last jedi and he you know he did kill Snoke and try to kill the guards and he almost kind of there's there was moments where you kind of felt like he was 
he was trying to be, you know, not on the on the the dark side necessarily, but kind of his own thing, which is still kind of kind of evil. It's kind of that gray Jedi thing. But then when you get to this movie, it's like I think it really like literally because the the moment when he changes and and is that moment when Leia lays down and and then like you know that's when Ray's down. He's about to like strike her down, and he just at that moment snaps, and it just happens to where it's like he had been like. It's like one of those things where he's almost there, but he just the dark side keeps like keeps a ceiling over him, and then she kind of broke that ceiling, and was able to let him kind of finally just like be like, all right, like I can let go of the dark side at this point because she gave so much force energy, kind of like what Luke did at the end of Last Jedi. She gave so much force energy through that connection because that's always been a Leia thing, is that like you know that mental yeah. connection. So she used all of her force energy in that moment to get him to come back. And that's how, of course, Han was able to come back. Right. And but just in that moment. Um, and because Chris Terrio, the Batman v Superman writer, also wrote this. And remember that scene with Jonathan Kent up in the mountains? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very similar. But um, So, yeah, the moment when he decides is when he throws the lightsaber in, in the water. When he throws it. Right? Well, yeah, that's his final, like... He's it's that one of those things where, where he's about to like strike Ray down, then he stops, and that's because Leia reaches him, and that's the moment he changes. But ah, that's sort of the beginning he, of yeah. That's like the beginning of like his final steps to to changing, and then when he sees his dad and all that happens, he throws a lightsaber. That's like boom, that's it. That's his like okay, I've closed this door on the dark side. Yeah officially and now i'm moving on i think so. i think the reason i feel the way i do is maybe because i'm not taking into account the the events of the previous movies and i think that's just yeah, me yeah. being a little nitpicky and saying like and and also that's because i hadn't rewatched the previous two movies um beforehand like i it's been maybe maybe a whole year since I've seen them. That does build up correctly, though. If you watch all of them, that is the one thing in the trilogy that does work pretty well. Is his redemption? Yeah. You could see his redemption coming. Like a lot of people predicted his redemption at the beginning of this movie, like before they saw it. Yeah, I just wish there was more in this movie that, like, because I know what you're saying, yeah. and I. You know, I just again like yeah, it's just it starts... just watching this movie by itself. It do, it just feels unearned. Yeah, like because because he starts out with, with well, you know, with Palpatine being like basically being like I can give you everything and this empire mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and that's his original. Either that's his original plan. Palpatine is to get Kylo to just be his guy or whatever, you know, because um, yeah. he's kind of like a young Anakin. It's like a chance for him to have another Anakin. But yeah. then, but then of course everything comes together when he finds out they're a dyad, and that's when it kind of changes everything. And oh, I keep forgetting um, about that. Yeah, I, lo- I love that part. I don't maybe like so so them being a dyad is essentially like because they are both so individually powerful and because they sort of complement each other. It's like yeah. when they're together they can tap into this like which is why they're able to do like the force communicated communication and and telepathy right. stuff and like why Ray essentially like was able to give Kylo the lightsaber from behind her head, like diehard style, which I loved. Right. <laughs> which well, I, yeah. 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 Like that has, I, I mean, I know it's kind of silly, but I, I love that. Like how they've yeah. established this, um, how that, how, you know, their force connection is like kind of a little bit random and how it, they, they don't fully understand it, but there's, they've established that, you know, there is a, 
like some of this sort of portaling and like exactly. they can affect the, the physicality around each other. And then it's like at the end when they're working together, they use it like, and it's just like diehard, like behind the head and oh yeah. man, it's so great. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then they come together and they actually are about to fight Palpatine. And that's when he's like, Oh, this is interesting. And then he actually just sucks all their life out of him. That, that yeah. I just love that because it's like, Whoa, like, all of a sudden, them coming together should have been like the end, and for for that for him. But it's like, nope, that's actually going to make me stronger. Thanks. Right. And he sucks all their life out. And then even I, I like it when he, you could see like Ben starting to get up, and he just kind of lifts him up with his finger and just like tosses him. What does he say? Like, this is the yeah. final story in the chapter of rebellion or something like that. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like those lines are so like campy, but I love it. Um, and right. uh, yeah, well, you know, he's he just a great tosses villain. him off. Yeah, but like pff, honestly, if you look at fan rankings, people would have had, rather had Boba Fett come back. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people Boba don't Fett. like Palpatine. Yeah, I mean that sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess because <laughs> he's the villain of this whole thing. So <laughs> sucks for you guys if you don't like Palpatine because he's right. the bad guy. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I uh, was oh no, so he throws 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 him. Then of course that's when he like does the lightning and sorry okay uh, anyways let's go to some other parts because I know it's just like people, I'm just like going on about the emperor. Um, what are some other like I'm trying to think of some other good moments? Um, oh, the whole stuff with Finn having the Force, right? That's probably what he was gonna say. Yeah, to her. yeah, yeah. Um, that that that's I think another thing that was probably couple extra scenes that would have shown us yeah that yeah like i think there in the leak there's something about how he he like does something force related sort of by accident um, yeah at the, like maybe near the end or something yeah like in the final space battle um yeah i mean that you know that's i personally i think that they made a mistake by doing a half measure because yeah I think they either needed to establish it more and like show us mm -hmm. and have it not be ambiguous or just cut that line. They should have done that in the last Jedi. They could have right? done that. Like, well, yeah, but again, like again, and in this movie you show him actually using the force and actually flushing that force stuff out because yeah. in the first movie you just get hints because he could fight against Kylo Ren and use a lightsaber and all that. just stuff, tiny things in this movie. It's really kind of obvious, but you don't really see it. And then maybe in by the third movie you have it so that he's actually a kind of tapped into the force and he understands that he has it and it's like part of him and it's like a part of his character. But yeah, this movie it feels like we're kind of setting up to him being like a force user in the future, you know. But we don't get much of that or anything. It's just kind of like a feeling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the kind of like if they if he didn't say that line, like I have to tell you something, like what there. I don't know if there's anything else in this movie that points to him. Mm -hmm. being like force sensitive no what really no there's what plenty of things uh there's the time where they um switch the tracking thing on the cannon and he's like he immediately knows what ship it's on because he, he like looks up and he sees oh uh, yeah you're right there, yeah he was like i just have a feeling or something 
Yeah, and yeah. There's also the when Ray dies and he stops and he's like has that Leia look where he's like, Oh my god, Ray just died. Yeah, you know? he like that like, oh I just sense a disturbance yeah. in the forest type. Okay, yeah. you're right. I there's it's probably because I haven't moments. seen it but once. There's plenty of, but they're all so subtle. That's the thing, is like you probably don't remember because they're all yeah. very subtle and they just kinda happen immediately and it's like I have a feeling and he kinda like does or he'll see something and he'll be like Go that way. And he's like, why? I don't know. Just go that way. You yeah, know? no, you're right. That though, happens a lot. Like, as movie. soon as you yeah. sort of mention them, I, I do remember them. Um, right. So, right. yeah, yeah. No, that, that's that's a good point. Um, they did sort of flesh that that out. But but they're not going to Disney Plus him, so. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> not going to Disney Plus me, mate. <laughs> it's, it's like, why? Like, that, that would make you so much money. Just take, like, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I get it. He's got it. more Pacific he was, Rim movies to make, I guess. Well, he's, he, he, he did uh, what was that? Attack the block before. Oh yeah, like, like, like he's done some Detroit, other stuff. Was it Detroit or something like. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's done good a in few that. really good like, like yeah, like kind of like smaller movies. Yeah, I think he just um, doesn't want to be tied down. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't just want to be Finn for the next ten years. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, but like it's funny because Oscar Isaac's really the one who's broken out of the trio, you know. He's kind of like the Harrison Ford, <laughs> if you think about it. Like, yeah, because I mean, he, he Mark was, Hamill and Carrie Fisher never really took off as actors, like full on actors. Like, yeah, but wasn't Oscar Isaac pretty successful prior to? Y- yeah, Star Wars? but not like I don't. He wasn't huge, right? I mean, he was he was like good, but I don't think he was like as big as he is now. I think I feel like after this, he's done like a ton of movies, like yeah. Life Itself and Ex Machina, and like. Um, you know the Triple Frontier and like just a bunch, just a bunch of movies, like a lot of movies. Yeah, maybe um, I'm just thinking that because he was the only actor that I knew of, like before, beforehand, oh, yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does make sense because he was more known, but he was, you know, this was like indie movies, like like stuff. Harrison Ford, where he was younger. He had done a couple roles, and he was, but he wasn't. Um, a star, a big star. I don't think at that point. What did you think about the force healing and all the force, the force powers themselves? Um, like, like the fact that they were jumping a lot, like, you know, cause in this movie you got to see him floating and jumping and kind of being more like cool Jedi. And- yeah. So that's that, uh, I was, I enjoyed that because, um, you know, like we've seen these characters in the previous movies, they've been established as being like the most powerful Jedi of you know, of late or whatever. Um, and so yeah, the only ones. Yeah. Right. And, and so like, you know, I think the introduction of the healing thing is like, you know, I don't know. I think that's another thing that it just, it's not that I disliked it and I, and I don't, I hate saying everything feels unearned, but that it just, I don't know. It just feels like they really quickly threw that in there. Um, yeah. Like I know they showed Ray healing the big worm thing um, to to sort of establish it, but it's I don't know. It's just it. Well, she well the 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 reason I feel like she had all this extra stuff that we hadn't seen before from anybody else. I mean, we hadn't seen from Luke or um, or Leia or any anyone in the anyone else or even in the the older like the older Jedi. Um, you know, is because she really I think she studied those Jedi 
texts. Oh yeah, we get shots of her like reading. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Even Yoda's like page turners there or not, you know, because he knows they're boring. <laughs> but maybe she just doesn't care and she reads yeah. through them, and that's why she learned all this extra stuff. And then with Ben, when when he does it at the end, he probably just did it because he saw her do it to him. So he's like, well, let me try it. Yeah, and he tried it, and he just could because he's a little he's a little stronger than Ray. Yeah, no, I think it you works um, because you ultimately you do have to escalate things and it's like without that force healing aspect um i think that yeah the, the finale of the like the third act would not have been as uh sort of exciting and like you know what i mean like yeah that just it, it helped ratchet up the escalation um which is what yeah. we need because it's the very end of the saga and you know again it sort of sets up uh the possibility for for more lore in the future. So, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I guess the last thing I'd say, and well, I don't know. I, I, we've been, we've been critical while also sharing our, the things we love. So I think we've done a pretty good job of balancing it out. Um, but one of the things that I read in that leak about Disney kind of changing things last minute is how they handled the score and how specifically, JJ was cringing during uh, the scene where Kylo is like fighting the Knights of Ren and like the piece of music that was being used in that scene. He was like, this is not, you know, and when I read that, I was just like, okay, I remember that. Like I remember specifically that fight scene and it's kind of like being intercut with other things. So it's sort of a big, I'm going to look out for it when I see it a second time. Um, But I just remember it was part of that, that section where it's like a lot like intercutting between, you know, Kylo fighting the Knights of Ren and yeah. Ray with Palpatine and like the space battle. It's like that parallel yeah. action and just uh-huh. the music. I, yeah. I just felt like while there were parts that I enjoyed, it definitely felt like out of place. Like whoever did the final edit. Yeah. Just, it, didn't, it didn't have that return of the Jedi flow where it was like yeah. this three part. Cause like, if you look at the return of the Jedi score, the last three songs are like 14 minutes and they all just kind of flow really well into each other. And they're just like these, just, just, just John Williams going. Yeah. And with this, it's like, I mean, apparently it was, he had four hours of music. Um, wow. So somewhere he wrote four hours of music and they only got, you know, uh, what 50 or 65% something like that, you know, 65% of the music. And so, that's crazy to me because I love the new Rise of Skywalker theme, like you, you yeah. know, like the the actual new theme song in the in the movie. It's really good because it reminds me of it, it mixes Anakin's theme, Yoda's theme, Leia's theme, Ray's theme. Like it, it's sonically and harmonically very similar to all of those. Yeah, um, and I love it. I just I love it so much. Um, but yeah, I do. I feel like even when I listen to the soundtrack on Spotify, it's like very short. And the, there's just a lot of stuff missing. And I, I could tell that's like this score had, there's four hours of beautiful music out there somewhere from this movie. And yeah. we got this tiny compact Disney disc, you know, and it's just like, yeah, ugh, like, but I love the music. Yeah. The music is so good in this movie, but it just, it does. It feel like it feels like an edit. It feels like a, like a radio edit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like they're like, well, you know, this is all great, but uh, we're gonna rearrange this and that, and then 
cut yeah, this. Yeah, you know and... that, that that section that flows, that 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 eighteen minute part at the end. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut that into three, uh, five and a half minute parts instead. Um, yeah, we can't we can't make it all flow like that. It's not, <laughs> no way. We're running out of time. This isn't nineteen eighty three anymore. I feel like we're running out of time. <laughs> it's gonna and, come and out. And then there Christmas. was that. What was there that there was that rumor that they were le- that they were Disney was leaking different endings so that they could see the reaction to the leak so they could like change it or something based on that. <laughs> Have you heard about that? Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't hear that. I read something that was like they were doing some kind of leaks to try and hurt JJ's reputation because of his involvement with DC and that's just like okay, that seems very like contrived and nefarious, but like it's also just like oddly specific, you know. Yeah, I, that's like that's kind of stuff I don't really know. Like, cause that, that seems like I don't know. Like, that seems like a weird thing to have leaked. Like a group of people trying to like sabotage J.J. Abrams because he signed a deal with someone else after he's already made like these other Star Wars movies for you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just seems a little. It's a lot of hearsay. Do, yeah, not that they would do that necessarily. Like, it's like, oh, that's that's out of the realm of possibility. It's just. It's very yeah, gossip doesn't really sound like actual, like, it, but, but you know who knows? I mean, with the Zack Snyder thing, we've learned, but we, well, I think the thing is with Zack Snyder, we kind of understood what was happening with that as it was happening, just being in the space and under like you know yeah, watching like movie news and stuff and just kind of understanding what was happening and 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 you see that you know with the Ben Affleck thing and all that, but like with this stuff, it's so kept under wraps, you know, mm-hmm. like everything that you literally don't know anything. I mean, like I really want to see on this, like I want to see a making of, of this entire thing, like a two hour making of, of this final chapter. I, I swear if we get like a bunch of 10 minute documentaries, <laughs> like remember like the justice league, I don't know if you ever saw like the justice league special features, but they were clearly awful. There was no, no making of <laughs> obviously, and I just hope that doesn't happen with this. I want to see a two-hour making of of seeing JJ, you know, kind of like what we got in the Last Jedi yeah. with Ryan Johnson. We got a real documentary showing every side of it, and I just hope they do that with this one because yeah, me too. Unless this story is true from the redditor, and then they're not going to do it, then because that makes them look awful, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you know JJ Abrams seems to be a class act. He, it doesn't seem like he's going to badmouth yeah. anyone. Yeah, he's got the new deal anyways. Yeah, and I don't think his reputation is at risk. Like, I I think part of the reason why it seems silly is because it's just like, it's just like, does Disney really think they can, like, make an impact by, like, leak? I don't know. It's just, I think it's easy to hate on Disney um, because of how how things turned out. Um, But the important thing is... um, you know, we still get new Star Wars content because of yeah. Disney. So it's like take it or leave it. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm keep it's like, it. do you want you want more candy? I mean, it's not it's not <laughs> always good for you. It's not doesn't always taste great, but it's still candy. It's better than like nothing, right? Yeah, unless you're uh, <laughs> unless you're sick of candy. I mean, it's like the, it, what it is is it's like the frustration of the fans who were super duper duper into it who are getting more frustrated as they make more. And it's like, they just keep adding more and more over the things that they loved. But it's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Then just only watch those. Like 
the people who think that this was an awful end of the whole saga, just watch the first six movies and, and get over it. This to me, this is extra. This is supplementary. This is like exactly. Like, right, we already had the cake. We already had the icing. These are like the Oreos you just kind of throw on for no reason. You know, like they they add a little bit of extra flair and some extra story, but it you don't have to watch them. I mean, yeah, you could end it at six if you really wanted to, but personally, I I think it's I think it it flows well enough because it, it's like people act like the sequel trilogy is, is worse than like the prequels and like, no, definitely not. It's like, it's what? way it's better like, <laughs> while the prequels. Yeah. Like sure. There was more consistency in the story. It's like, yeah. Okay. It was Anakin Skywalker. You also spread things out a little bit too much. You didn't have to have Anakin as a child for a whole movie. <laughs> and you yeah. know what I mean? Like it, for an entire just, movie, the people who are like, oh, the prequels are still way above like the sequel trilogy. It's like, what, what, what? <laughs> I get it from an innovative story, from it, like the motion capture and you know, all that stuff. But it's like th- this was an Avatar. This didn't look that amazing. No, it and looked bad. The story, t- the the dialogue was clunky and bad. Yeah, and yeah. Really, the only good part of that entire prequel thing is the last hour of Revenge of the Sith, and that stuff's great. But it's still a little cheesy. Yeah, like. Yoda and Sidious fighting, and 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 even even Anakin and uh, and Obi Wan. I like that's a great emotional fight. But my God, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And yeah, they're flipping they're around Mustafar and like and they're they're climbing on these like it's just it's just it's a lava like everywhere. Ants on a log, yeah. <laughs> and, and like it's just I compare it to like the fights in this new tr- this new sequel trilogy. At least the even the lightsaber fights in this are just fantastic, and. There's just as much emotional weight uh, for me, at least. I mean, I've been a Star Wars fan since I was like ten years old. Like ten years old, I I saw Return of the Jedi, um, just as like a little, you know. I think it was the special editions that came out like in ninety eight or something like that, or so. I might even have been nine, you know. But I I remember that was like the first thing that got me into Star Wars was the end of Return of the Jedi, the whole stuff with the Emperor and the the big space battle stuff and you know I so I just really yeah I don't know I guess I I guess I've I, I feel like I'm like not as big of a Star Wars fan because I like this movie but I also feel like maybe I am a different kind of Star Wars fan in the sense of I maybe I'm watching it for different reasons like because I feel like a lot of people are watching it and they're expecting this like oh let's make changes let's do lots of different things it's like that's what the Disney Plus shows are for in these new movies like. Why would you do all this new stuff in this ninth episode? Like, just let it be safe. Let it be, let it land safely at this point. Why why would you do another Last Jedi and do a bunch of crazy things to end the whole saga? Like that doesn't make sense, you know. And so I I I think the complaint from you is mostly like they they should have done more, right? And so I I agree with that. I think if anything, my biggest complaint of the whole movie is just that yeah, you could have had like a three three and a half hour cut considering what this was doing, how, what this was ending, etc. Um, but overall I did feel like every time I've left the movie, I was like, yes, like that was great. I can't wait to see it again. Like right now I'm still excited. I want to, I wanted to show up on Disney plus, or I want to go one more time. I don't know if I'll go four times cause that's a lot, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And I definitely like, it's not, I think I just, not just that they're like, I wanted a little more, but just that, um, felt like there were some small things that they could have swapped out for for the more like sort of central plot line character arcs um right right 
but you know, I think that's you know you can get nitpicky and stuff, um, and ultimately, yeah, I mean, I think it's still my I, I need I need to see it a second time, but like I enjoyed it the most out of all three. I I am not sure in terms of like how the um what's the word I'm looking for like the longevity like the like how like over time like how I'll want to watch it you know because I think I'm thinking that it will fare better than the other newer movies because there's so much going on yeah. in it and it's like you know it's you won't get that fatigue of like oh I remember what happens over the next 30 minutes and I don't really yeah like I'm tuning out you know because just like so much is going on in the movie yeah, it's like it's like Force Awakens and Last Jedi. There's a lot of parts in the second act you can just kind of be like, eh, Han and with the Wrath Tars and like, ugh, like I don't know, like Canto Bite and like, yeah, ugh, like you know what I mean. Like this, this movie, there's really no scenes that just are like, ugh, you know, there's nothing that there's no scenes that you're just kind of lagging. They're just like there's nothing going on. They have nothing to do. Like this is just filler. You know, every scene kind of. Even if it's like clunky in dialogue, it's still pacing tone. Like going through the movie, you just feel like it. It, even though they're like you were saying, there's stuff that isn't earned. The flow of the movie itself for me works in terms of like when I'm viewing it, and I'm watching it, I'm kind of just in it, and I'm just just going with it. There's there's not moments where I'm like taken out because it's just too slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It keeps it moving. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely keeps it moving, whether that's to the detriment of the plot and moments and stuff. I, I personally thought it was good. I think it worked for me. Um, yeah. And I understand why people maybe are disappointed and some people just are done with star Wars or whatever. But I, I, I personally think this, they had to end this the way they did and now we can move on and we could have a new trilogy. Maybe that mm-hmm. takes place way back in the old Republic or see how the Sith and the Jedi were formed or, you know, have new shows about, you know, these other characters that, that, you know, maybe, Jana and Lando or something like, you know, like, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, solid, solid movie. Definitely my favorite of the trilogy. It's honestly, I, it, it's probably in my top three of all Star Wars movies because Empire obviously is like the best, just the West best well-made did the best for the, for the sagas. Uh, it just, it was the, it's the, literally the middle of the whole saga. If you really think about it. Yeah. Um, it's right. Smack to have in the middle. Yeah. Um, you know, revenge of the Sith. I love, but really only the last hour, the first hour is kind of, you know, where they're, where they're rescuing Palpatine and it's just a little cheesy, you know, the, it, yeah. It, I don't know. Even the first scene where they're, where they're flying and there's like ships everywhere. Like, that's like it's even more than than Rise of Skywalker. There's <laughs> yeah. just like I just don't even see what's happening in this. So for me, Revenge of the Sith at the last hour. But same with Re- Return of the Jedi. Even Return of the Jedi, the first like hour is a little like eh, you know it's I could take it or leave it. But the last hour is just incredible. Like makes the first hour totally worth it. And same with with Revenge of the, Revenge of the Sith. So, but I feel like Rise of Skywalker, the whole way through is just just fun just a good movie and there's not this there's not a scene where they're walking through sand for like 10 minutes you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and i feel like the older star wars had a lot of that and i just wasn't into that you know it's like so i i you know while there is some extra stuff that maybe they didn't need to add like some of the extra resistance moments and stuff where they're talking like that could have been 
you know, spaced out, not so much junk on screen. But yeah. overall, I do feel like I like that style a little bit more sometimes when it comes to just rewatching it, you know? So I, I feel like it's definitely in the top three, um, probably number three. Uh, I just don't know which what would be two. I mean, honestly, I, 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 it might be number two. And three might be tied with Reve- Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi because both of those, like I said, great endings, great third acts, um, but the first acts are just kind of just whatever to me a little bit you know they're yeah they're good but they're not great uh, but i feel like with this movie there's really there's not too much clunkiness except maybe parts of the second act but it's still it still all holds up in terms of just rewatchability so i'm excited to rewatch it again and uh yeah um i guess that's kind of kind of it i just, yeah. uh, really enjoyed it and some minor problems but uh i i feel like i enjoyed this more than endgame to be honest and Endgame, I think, is a better made movie, but I think this was more fun. Like, I had more fun watching this movie. <clears throat> yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, I enjoy these characters and, like, the overall world more. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's, a, it's good stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... Still got to watch The Mandalorian? You're, yeah. You're like, you're, you're late, what are you, living in Europe or something? <laughs> yeah, I need to get on that. Um, I need to get me some Disney Plus. <laughs> um, yeah, so that season's that season just ended. Cool. All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. And um, we'll probably talk during the next Star Wars movie um, <laughs> or whenever. Uh, yeah, I guess that's oh, it. Yeah. This is movie Walkie Talkie. Over and out.